Hello, my name is Taina Evans, and today is January 28, 2017. I'm here with... Olga Rose Jones. And we're at the Canarsie Library for the Owl Street South Stories Project at Brooklyn Public Library. So, Ms. Olga, can you please uh, start by telling us your Brooklyn story? Okay, well, many years ago when I just came here, that was back in January of 1986, in fact. Mm -hmm. I remember the exact date was the 24th of January. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, anyway, when I just came, um, one of the things I was very surprised at was Canarsie back then <laughs> uh, struck me quite, to be quite like where I was coming from. For one thing, I noticed in the nighttime when it got dark, I used to see these lights blinking, you know? And um, I think you, you maybe call them, is it fireflies? Yes. Yes, but in, in my country, Jamaica, we call them peeny wally. <laughs> yes. So I, it was so surprising to me to find that there were actually peeny wallies in New York. Anyway, another thing that I really found too was we actually had um, every now and again the water would go off. Yes. And when it did come back on, it actually had that look, just like back home. Like it, it was um, water mixed with the s some kind of soil or something, so it had a reddish look. Yes. And we, uh, and we had power cuts as well that every now and again you get a power cut, power outage. So anyway, over the years, um, I haven't seen that many penny wallies. Things have changed maybe to that extent. And uh, another surprising thing is that you could, I think we used to see the stars actually. At night, you could look up and see the stars. I, one of the things that were no, was very noteworthy when I just came here, I had a hard time getting work. Yes, because we, for one thing, I was always told whenever I, I would um, apply for a job, I'd be told I needed to have New York working experience, which was kind of strange. I think they still do that. Yes, they ask you to have experience when you maybe are just coming out of school and might not necessarily have had um, anything, you know, to do with the particular line of work you're looking for. So that was one of the things. And, um, and then I, I found that I had to start selling, um, like, Avon. I was selling Avon. I sold Fuller Brush. And I uh, was also selling for Popular Club. So there was three different um, companies that I actually uh, started wor working with prior to getting a, a real job. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually, though, I did manage to pick up something. I, I did get a part-time job. I got a part-time job at this milk... milk um, Factory, you would call it. Yeah. It was Sunnydale. That's uh, yes. That's at um, 
right at the border there to go over to East New York side. Uh, and uh, I, I, I would work like three days out of the week for a few hours per day. And each time I was <laughs> I, w I finished working and was heading home, I'd say to myself, why couldn't I have another job to go to? You know, because this was like, maybe just half of the day would be gone because I'd start working at about 8, 8.30. And I, I didn't work for more than four, four hours each day. So at the end of a two week period, I'd get a check that would go over the, that span of time, you know? And I think, if it, I, I think I still have those check stubs actually. <laughs> They actually looked, uh, I used to get something like 60 something dollars. Yes, every, every two weeks I'd get a check for 60 something dollars. And, uh, and that starting pay that I got wasn't even so bad because I think they started me at a little more than the minimum wage back then, which might have been $5 something, you know? And I think they started me at something like 650, 675, yeah. Anyway, um, over the years, I've seen a, lo a lot of changes. For one thing, I, I used to live in the East 100s, and in the early 90s, we moved over to the East 90s side, on the other side of Rockaway Parkway. And uh, one of the things that struck me when I, I incidentally, I, I, I did vow that I wasn't going to keep on living in a rented place mm -hmm. because yes we it used to be very cold in that apartment we occupied very cold and i'm not exaggerating you could sit there and you would be talking to somebody who came to visit you off the street they didn't even take their outerwear off no and while they were talking to you you would see something like steam mm -hmm. because the, your hot breath you yeah. know meeting the cold air in the apartment yeah. and that was not a joke I used to keep saying to the l landlady I would say to her you know it's cold here and then for one thing because I wasn't working and I had my younger daughter with me she was just three when we came here she used to be with me in the apartment and I would keep telling her it's cold and then she'd think I was being miserable Yes, because um, my husband never complained. The children's father, mm -hmm. he never complained about being cold. As a matter of fact, he always gave them the rent like a day or two before it was actually due, which was, you know, how does that look? When I'm saying it's cold and you're, it's like you're so pleased with everything. But he, incidentally, he, he, to show you how bad it was, he had to always draw a blanket around him, sitting in the living room. That's how bad it was. <laughs> but uh, anyway, over the years, um, I managed to, I volunteered. I got a, a, a job for, for the rest of the time. Mm -hmm. I actually got a job starting at about 1, 1.30. That I had to go into the city for. I worked at a college downtown on Chapin Street. And um, yes, and then, uh, I used to volunteer to teach people to read and write in the public library system, yes, at, um, uh, at Eastern Parkway Library, actually, uh, which I'm planning to start doing again as soon as I have a few odds and ends straightened out. 
Yes, because right now I, I don't have a regular job. And it's not that I couldn't be working. I actually do tutoring. I work with children in the school. And um, I'm really planning to restart again to help people to learn to read and write in the public library system. So it's, it's, it's been, I've found that um, I, I would hear horror stories about the fact that you, you never get anybody to pay you any attention. Like when you're in this big New York city, I, I found that not to be so true at all. I've really found people to be very warm and really helpful. And what I do find is that I think the people who are from maybe here proper, from the United States, sometimes they really don't know as much as people who are coming from outside. Because they, yes, the people who are from outside, I think, are more adventurous. And so they, they will know how to give you directions better on how to get to places. But that, that's, that I've found to be, be one of the um, things that could make people not pay you too much mind when you ask them a question. And the neighborhood has, I think it has improved a whole lot because like the houses and so on. I've seen where places, a lot of people have really spent time and energy and, and money to really fix the places where they live. Mm -hmm. And even the roads have improved because over by where I'm, I'm living in that section, I was really surprised to find that the, the, uh, where, when I went to look at the house we're occupying now, yes, the, when I looked at the sidewalk, I was really kind of aghast because back then there was a distinct um, difference. Like the people in the neighborhood you'd have you had more Caucasians living in the neighborhood. And that is one thing you would be reminded of like when it came to the 4th of July. Because when, whenever you had, you know, the firecrackers and so, you could hardly breathe. By the time they'd finish, yes, there were a lot of Italians, I think. And then I don't think they'd outlawed this firecracker imputation, yes. But yeah, when you when they were finished with all those firecrackers, you could hardly breathe because the place was nothing but sulfur. <laughs> you know? So that's that 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 has definitely changed. You don't have that to contend with so much. You know? so I think there've been a real lot of improvements. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, how, how do you, what stores do you visit around in the neighborhood and stuff? Well, I, um, I do go to the regular supermarkets. Um, I've, the one that replaced Walbaums down on Rockaway Parkway, which is the Golden Mango, I, I'll go there every now and again. I find they are kind of expensive, though, you know, and, um, I go to Food World, which is over by 107th Street, more in the neighborhood where I came from. That one, I, and I, I pretty much go to just about any supermarket that I can get to, especially on food. <laughs> yes, where they're having a good sale, really. 
Uh, yes, if they have something I'm interested in, like C-Town is just by, you know, eight, eight years, 80s and Flatlands. Mm -hmm. So that is another one. And as, as, as much as it looks like a long way to go, there's also Food Town, which is on Ralph Avenue. And now they just opened a new one, which is in Georgetown, that's Fairway. That seems to be a more exclusive one. The one that's really been out of commission long though, which is over a year, is the one that was Pathmar, over in the, um, right n near to where C C CCC is, that church. Yes, that's, that, that's been out of commission for a long while. I don't know when they're going to put a replacement there, but it's been like over a year since it closed. There's been no replacement, so. Is there any other like favorite boys or, or places that you like to visit in Kanawha? The pier or oh well, we, you know I used to take a, a time out to go to the um, park actually Kanawha Park. Yes, that is that has definitely improved. There's a, yes, there's a, tr a, a you can actually you know there's a trail. They have the uh, the, the far end, which is, that would be what side? Is that the north side? Mm -hmm. But there's a, uh, there's a, tr a whole, um, there's a tr an area, like a s sort of stadium looking area, because they actually have seats too, right? But you could, if you walk around that track like three times, you'd have done like a mile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I used to do that quite quite a bit. I used to go with company though. Yes, I used to walk around that. I haven't been to the park lately in all of last year. I don't think I went at all. But that that the park has improved a whole lot. Yes, and they, they even have like a skating area for the y younger folks. And and then you have the the, the um where you could do exercises. Yes, they have exercise equipment in there. Some of them are for children, but they do have the for adults as well. And then you could always, you could walk, you could walk several times. They have like about three different areas that you could just walk around several times and get real exercise, you know? And then, um, and what we, as a matter of fact, we used to actually, uh, on Mother's Day, what we, I used to do prior to Mother's Day or right after, I used to um, we'd make food and a group of us would go to the park, set up a little tent area that would be like a kitchenette. And then we would play games like volleyball, play cards, we just spread it. <laughs> yes, that, it's, that, 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 that is definitely a plus right there. <laughs> yes. That, that, Oh, that, that is so good for yeah. people who have time to really discover places like that. Now, wh what I find is that they, they actually made some tables that are already set up in a game mode. You don't even have to really take your own games. So that, yes, that, uh, they did wonderful things at the park. And I do know that people go there just to... Um, get some of the herbal stuff that you could get. Le yes, like plants. 
Yes, they have plants that you you can get for different, um, you know, their curative value, and you could, you could go there and actually get plant. Yeah, I, I hope they haven't totally, <laughs> you know, depleted what's there. They left something that we can, you know, it could could grow back. But yeah. Um. What did you uh? What what was your position at the milk factory? Oh, I was, I used to just call in orders. Mm -hmm. Yes, like I would call the different stores. There was a list. Yeah. And I would call in and get from the different stores, mm -hmm. different at the different locations. Yeah. I would call in and get their order for the day. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I remember, I'd say like so many, whatever or pieces of half and half. You know, and <laughs> and you had like the orange juice and the yeah. different juices, all the different things. Yes, and, and it was right here in Brooklyn, Denmark. Right, yes, right at uh, at the corner of um, whatever that the road that runs right by CCC, not on not 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 Pennsylvania Avenue on the side coming back to this side. It they they have the, the names of the roads are like um different southern places i am I'm, I'm not exactly sure what that road is but i know it's the name of a of a southern a southern city or so and um but it was at uh louisiana right <laughs> yes you yeah th that's one of the names mm -hmm. louisiana mm -hmm. and then um the the exact street that Sunnydale used to be on is um I know they have a place that's affiliated with Brookdale over there now where they even do a food distribution yes but it's the the name of the street isn't quite coming back to me I know exactly where it <laughs> because there's a big park area about there yes there's a big park area there as well and I'm not too sure if there's any part of the f the sunny day left over there. If they do any kind of milk processing over there still, or yeah, was it? Yes, was it? Do you frequent CCC often? Well, I, at one stage I was attending there. After I really used to go to this church that's between um. Avenue J and K that used to be Grace. They now call it Church at the Rock. <laughs> but that's where I used to go for a, the longest while until I stopped. And then I, I went to um, St. Albans at Farragut in 94, 95. And then I, I started going to CCC. But I'm really going to the Lutheran Church. That's on 92nd Street now. I mean, did you grow? Did you have your family here, and uh, well, my my daughter, well, my 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 daughters. I had I have two daughters. I only gave birth to two girls, and I also had two stepsons. Though mm -hmm. one of them still lives in the area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, still lives in Canarsie. The other one, I think, he must be in the Bronx.
with my two girls. One lives downtown. Yes, she still lives in Brooklyn. And my other daughter, one, she got married. She lives in New Jersey. Yes, I, I just left her company not too long ago because we were at the hospital. Yeah. Um, I mean, what was it like being, you know, a new American coming here and then getting to own your own home? Because you said that you were renting and then you went over to your own. Mm, oh, what yes. What was the process like? Oh, that, it was a process. Because I, I was very... I was very, very, <laughs> I was very, very stubborn about the fact that I wasn't going to keep living in a rented place. Um, I grew up um, with my mom, always renting, but my mother actually came from a family who had their own place, you know? Uh, it was a, f a few sisters of them mainly, one brother, he had migrated to England. But all the sisters, they sort of went separate places. And my mom, for the longest while, she used to also rent until she managed to purchase her own place, you know? And when I came here, well, just before I came here, I'd actually, I used to keep saying to the man I was married to, I used to keep saying to him, I, I used to love looking in the newspaper on a daily basis just to look at what real estate was available. Don't ask me what that was going on in my head, but that was a pastime of mine. And even back in the early 70s, when a particular um, you know, political party went into, into office, mm -hmm. I, I had to say to my husband then, I kept saying to him, look at this house. This is all the way up there, like in a real good neighborhood. It's only selling for $29,000. Of course, $29,000 back then was a whole lot of money. But to me, it never sounded like a lot of money. So I kept pointing out, and he said, we can't afford to buy our own house, is what he kept saying. So when we came here, I kind of said to him, I said, listen, if we're going to be living the same way, that we used to live back home. Why don't we just pack up and go back home? <laughs> so I was very stubborn. You see that 60-something dollars I'm telling you about? I got every two weeks. I never knew what it looked like changed. I'm serious. As small as it sounds, I never ever saw what it looked like changed. It was deposited in the bank. And when I got my other job at the college, mm -hmm. the same thing, whatever I was getting every two weeks, went into the savings account. Mm -hmm. And that, that is how stubborn I was about the fact that I was not going to keep on living in a rented place. <laughs> yes. That. So, yes. So you laid roots here in Canarsie, you purchased your home. Is there, um, Anything left that you want to say about this neighborhood that, um, that you're still in love with and that you want to share? <laughs> or not still in love with, that you want to share with the future generations listening or researchers that are interested in this community? Well, for one thing, I know when we had Sandy back in 2012, and they did say that, um, you know, there was a lot of flooding and so Strangely enough, where I live, 
you maybe won't believe it because just a few blocks away from there, people were getting water rises up to their second level. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Not even a drop of water bothered me. I never lost electricity. As a matter of fact, people from different um, different sides of me, behind me and beside me, they were coming to power up their stuff because we didn't lose any electricity. Not a drop of water came into my basement, right? And pretty much because the windows, I think, for the house, we had eventually changed from those aluminum um, windows and got some fairly m maybe modern windows, I'd say. Though, yes, I, I didn't even hear anything because even the tenant who was upstairs, when they went outside and they came back, they said, they said, Miss Olga, you better go over to East One or so and so and look what is going on over there because you, I don't know what, you have a nice spot here. <laughs> And I kind of said to myself, I'm not going, I'm not going over there. Yeah. I know Canarsie, the roads for one thing. I know when you keep walking from place to place, after a while you see certain places where the road just falls into a hole, right? And if he's telling me that after this thing, which I think it was actually a tidal wave because no rain fell, mm -hmm. so the water just came in, and did whatever it was doing from the, the ocean, yes. And, uh, you know, and they were telling me uh, there were holes and there was this and there, and I'm thinking, no, I, I don't think I want to go out there. I'm not that adventurous because I don't want to be falling in any hole, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I, 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 never, I never actually took them up on it. They could go and be adventurous, <laughs> yes, but... The, the one thing I know, though, uh, I, I, I really don't, I think the, the places that were really badly affected mm. were um, places that were close to waterways, like in, you know, you have the Pear to Get Basin on one side, then you have the creek over on the other side, and then, and then there are underground springs as well. So the water just came right in, yes, and... You know, but all in all, I think, I don't know how soon again they would expect something like that to happen, but all in all, I think Canarsie is actually a very nice place to be, you know? I do believe it's, it's a lovely place to be. Well, thank you. Thank you for your time. It was a lovely okay. interview. <laughs> okay, you're welcome.